Welcome to the Fellowship Regional Church Podcast. Uh, we're going we're gonna to switch gears a little bit this morning. Um, there, are these, there are these times when... Uh, you, know, you know those times in life to where you catch a theme on something? You just keep... It's a theme and you're like, it just keeps coming back over and over and over. And before too long, like, there's so many bizarre things happening uh, around that theme that you begin to kind of go like, like, are you saying something? Is this a, I got no, like, are you talking about, are you trying to do something different? Because I got plans. And um, appreciate so much what Luke was saying uh, this morning. I mean, talking about Pax Romano and, the, the, whole I, the whole idea that Roman peace was um, Roman peace was, was basically violence. So you can, you can have peace so long as you don't push Rome. Push Rome, we'll take matters into our own hands, and we'll show you what peace is. Peace comes at the hand of a sword. Who wants peace? <laughs> Everybody's like, uh, I'll take peace. If the option is peace or a sword peace i'll have it and talking about the timing and all those things and how that how that blends um talking to a friend of mine just this morning we were talking about how the timing of when god steps into your life when god uh begins to clue you in on certain things uh, let me let me share share uh something that's a little more personal to, to my world uh, i have the bad bad habit of not being present in my own life now, I know I'm not the only one, but I'm not suggesting that you have this problem. But I, but I know for certain it's me. I'm not present in my own life. Oftentimes, I'm not present in my own relationships. There's this... If you ever get that alert on your computer that says um, something along the lines of, there's too many things running in the background. Your hard drive space is low. Too many things running in the background. I can't, your, you can't even do anything. You can't. It just sits there and does its deal like the, the little uh, uh, hourglass for some of you. For some of you, it's that rainbow uh, spinning death umbrella. That just gonna, and you're like, what, what's happening? One of the habits in my own life is just not being present in my own life. Just being where I am right now, completely immersed into the relationship or the conversation that I'm in. Because oftentimes I'm thinking to myself, like, this situation is holding me up from my next situation. Here's the weird part. When I get to the next situation, you know what I'm doing? This situation is holding me up from the next situation. Thus, I'm never present and accounted for in any portion of my life. I think God had been trying to talk to me about that for quite a while. But that conversation was standing in the way of my next thing, you know. I would like to talk to you about that, Lord, but I've got some things going on. And then the Lord takes things into his own hands. Um, sometimes, it's, uh, sometimes it's a job problem. Sometimes it's uh, a busted relationship. Sometimes it's an Achilles uh, tendon um, that kind of really uh, pathetically scoots its way in on a really lame-looking machine and suggests that, like, hey, we should probably slow down, don't you think? And it's just swearing. This just, like, list of swear words running through my head thinking about all these things I cannot now go do. The timing was so good. 
Timing was so, so good for me. We all have these seasons to where we show up in our life and we knock it out of the park. And we do really good. We work really hard. We knock it out of the park. But then there's these other seasons to where we coast. It's downhill. Put it neutral. Save gas. All we got to do is just coast. We don't have to care about our marriage. We don't have to dive in with our kids. They're taken care of. They're busy watching cartoons. My wife has got her friends. All I, I just need to just coast for a little while. I don't need to be present right here in the middle of where I'm at. I can, it can just be work. It can just be um, uh, my own thing. And, and it turns into this selfish cycle. And I think that's kind of where I was headed. This is going to sound like I'm bragging, but I'm not. This is really, this is really not a positive, a positive attribute. But I can show up in places and shoot from the hip and do okay. Like I can, I can, for whatever reason, I can show up, and if it's a public speaking thing, and like somebody's sick, and we need somebody to fill in, hey, could you say a few words? Well, sure, I can tell a story. I can entertain people for a moment. Yeah, I can, I can do that. I can show up with no preparation, pull out my six guns, and just go to work, like, and, and feel good about it. But that is a habit. It's dangerous. Because then there's absolutely no heart and soul in it. There's no spirit moving in it. It's functioning from a place that is just so artificial and it's just such a, 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 a bogus platform. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't connect. It's just, a, it's just a, a toy, just a thing that you play with. And I think I can easily get into that pattern. I can easily get into that pattern with conversations, with relationships, with my own kids, and even my wife. To where I can just sit down and she can be telling me about what's going on at school and how she's got this kid that's going through this hard thing and how little Johnny was being bad and somebody forgot to give him his medicine and how little Susie, she's a little snot. And, and she can be telling me all this stuff. And in my mind, I can be thinking to myself, like, this is great information. Keep that look on your face. It looks interesting. Keep, keep that look. Keep, keep letting her know that you're listening as I begin to process through all these other things that I really need to be doing. And it's weak. If that were to be done to me, you know what happens when people do that to you. You know what that's like when they're not good actors and they're like, yeah, 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 I don't have time for this. You're like, what a jack, like this guy, terrible. But in my mind, I think this is what starts to happen. You know, I think God's timing is so, so perfect. Because for me personally, and then this is, it's kind of a therapy session, so you just have to kind of be my therapist for a minute, right? As soon as I get done with surgery, like, I'm laying flat on my back. And this is not a huge thing, but it slowed down my very unhealthy pattern that I was, that I was pursuing. As I'm laying on the back and I'm thinking to myself, like, there's so many things around here you should have been doing that you can't go do now. You were too lazy to do before. There's so many things that now you just wish you could stand up and go handle these things. And so the overarching message that has been played over and over on a, on, a, on, a, on a record from this time period has been this. Are you present in your own life? Are you present in your own life? Do you show up and just bury yourself in it right here, in the right now, or is it fake? Is it pretend? Are you just like passing the day? 
those patterns where we get into to where we look at the clock and we're like, man, I wish it would just get to five o'clock. Do you know how strange that is? Like, I wish another hour of my life would pass because this whole thing sucks. That's gnarly. So as dumb of a looking boot that I have to wear on this leg or as ridiculous of a scooter that the doctor insists that I use, this is the message I get from God. It's probably time to start showing up. It's probably time to start showing up. Because if you don't, like I'll make you show up. I'll give you the headlock. I'll, you will tap out. You will slow down, and you will tap out. It's time for you to be present. You deserve more. People deserve more. Your family deserves more. And I deserve more. Show up. Be present in your life. Okay, now I need to shift gears for a second. A couple weeks ago, um, I noticed these four keychains on my daughter's um, backpack. And the cool little keychains had a little crest and a little thing on it and all this. And, and I was like, oh, those are cute. And you're going to you're gonna have to bring me up to speed on what they all stand for because I can't exactly remember. Um, but there's an acrostic. Their little uh, mascot is the Colts. Okay, it's the Colts. Mustangs, Phillies, Colts. So the little elementary school, they're the Colts. Caring, on task, Leader, leadership, trustworthy, and check this one out. Safety. She's got four. And I said, what are these? And she says, these are, these are keychains. Like if we get caught doing something good, we knock it out of the park and we're, you know, we're like really doing good. And they, somebody sees that I'm, you know, what did you say, caring? Is that the first one? Caring, I'm on task, um, I'm leadery. Uh, or, or I'm, you know, what was the last one? The T? Trustworthy. trustworthy. Or I'm trustworthy. And so she's trying to explain these to me, and I'm like, number one, that's a terrible acrostic. Like, it's just terrible. I can think of a whole lot better words we could use. It's terrible. But it's fine. It's fine. We'll go with it. And then she got to the last one. She said, I'm only missing one. She said, and that's safety. I said, well, it's what? And she said, safety. Safety? Like padded corners on stuff, safety? Yeah, like just being safe. I said, well, listen, and again, I know this is, this is, this is my own wiring and my own weirdness and the, the male kind of part of my head that's like cushy playgrounds, really? Like that, that part. And I told her, here's the deal that I want you to know. You better always be caring. You need to be on task. You need to be leadershipery. You need to be. You absolutely have to be trustworthy. All of those things, not just because you're an Ellis. That's not something we have in our history, but because you're a Christian. This is who you are. You need to be these. But let me tell you something. You need to be very, 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 very careful about bragging about being safe. Being safe and bragging about being safe, that one's a toss-up to me. God is not safe. If you have that understanding of who God is as being very, very safe, uh, I, w- I would love for you to tell me how you, how you got there. Because my experience with the Lord has not been that He is safe. Just imagine, just, just for a second, you're, you're one of the disciples. You're walking with Jesus. 
Jesus walks by a fig tree. And Jesus says, I'm hungry. And he looks at a fig tree that's supposed to have figs on it. And there's no figs. And Jesus turns and he looks at the fig tree. And he says, cursed are you, you fig tree. And the fig tree just withers away and falls on the ground. And you're thinking to yourself, if you're one of the disciples, like, that was kind of a big temper tantrum for Jesus just... Like, that's hangry, right? Like, what? wow. The next minute, the next minute, you see somebody come running up to Jesus. And she says, Jesus, my daughter, she's demon-possessed. She's sick. She's in bad shape. And, and I need you to heal her. And Jesus doesn't even turn around and look at her. He just says kind of like over his shoulder, I didn't come here for the dogs. I came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And you're thinking to yourself, did he wake up in a, like he woke up in a bad mood. I think he woke up in a bad mood. Why would he talk so ugly? And this woman says to him, yeah, 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 but, 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 you know that the dogs like to sit underneath the table because children play in their food. We even get the crumbs. The dogs should get the crumbs. Shouldn't they get the crumbs, the, the leftovers, the scraps? Jesus turns around, acknowledges the lady, resolves the issue, tells her she has great faith. The next minute you see this, this Jesus walk into a, a group of people, and somebody is lame, and he heals them. And then he walks into the temple, and as he walks into the temple, there's people who've set up shop everywhere, and Jesus loses his mind. He tips over tables. Like, can you imagine this? Like, imagine, like, you're inside the building. Things are supposed to go a certain way. And Jesus comes in and is just like, <laughs> clean this crap up now. Safe? Oh, be so careful bragging about being safe. I looked at my nine-year-old and I said, I don't care if you get that keychain. In fact, I hope you don't. And I know this is like some really bad dad business. Like, I know this. Like, but like, I'm not coming off of it. Like, because I just, you know what's so, so hard to see? Is the story of Adam and Eve. Like, that's hard for me to see. The serpent speaks to her and says, did God really say, don't eat any fruit in the whole garden? Eve engages in conversation with this snake and says, oh, he didn't say that. He said we could eat from all of the trees except for the one. The serpent says, come on. The only reason he doesn't want you to eat from that one is because then you're going to know some stuff that you weren't supposed to know because God wants to be the only one that knows stuff. You're going to know a bunch of stuff. You're going to be like God. You're going to know the difference between good and evil if you eat that. That's why he doesn't want you to eat that. He says, she looked at the fruit and she saw that it was pleasing. It was pleasing. And so she took some and she ate it. Here comes the next line. And she gave some to her husband who was with her. Dudes, just for a second. Like, what? This whole conversation unfolded right there and dude is standing there watching this happen when he woke up for the first time after god created him he's looking into the face of god and now he's looking at this conversation and he's like i don't know a 
it's a toss-up. Why didn't he say, hey, 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 I will beat the crap. You keep talking to that snake, I'm telling God, and he's going to slap the crap out of you. Like, why didn't he stop? Why didn't he choke the snake out? Like, why didn't he, like, grab this woman by the hair and drag her back off where she's supposed to be? Like, why didn't he just, inter- just intervene? Like, why didn't he do something? You know why? I mean, I got to go home with her. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to bark at her. I mean, this could cost me in the end. I, I, I need to be kind of passive. You know, she kind of gets her feathers ruffled, and I don't want to be that guy. I don't, you know, I'm the one that's got to go home with her. God, he gets to go back to heaven, me. I got to freaking sleep beside her. There's no way in the world I'm upsetting her apple cart. Play it safe. Better to play it safe. It's better just to play it safe. Jesus says, tells his disciples, I'm going to the cross. I'm going to be killed. Peter steps up. Peter, his right-hand man. So much so, the Catholic Church says, listen, he's so much so, the right-hand man, we're just going to go ahead and call him the first pope. How about that? Jesus' right-hand man steps up and says, hey, 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 can we rethink this whole you getting killed thing? Because it's starting to kind of weird me out. Like, I don't think it's got, I don't think it's got to happen like that. I think I got maybe some other ideas. I'm thinking maybe we could venture into some different kind of marketing things. Maybe we could kind of appeal to these people and appeal to these people. And Jesus looks at him and he says, you're basically the devil. Get behind me with all of your terrible ideas. Safe? If I'm raising my kids to understand who God is to the very best of my ability, I'm not going to promote them to be safe. Oh, wear your seatbelt? Yes, don't be an idiot. Playing with guns? No, don't play with guns. You know, eating stuff you find on the ground? Seen it done? It's not a good plan, but play that safe. But just as a characteristic to pin on your chest as a brand new, like, badge of honor, I am safe. I can't tell you the number of people that I bump into through the span of a week. The biggest problem that has unfolded in their life is that they have been safe. It comes out in ways of being passive. It comes out in ways of not being present in their own life. For me, it comes out in ways that, you know what? Safe is when I am the one that's in charge. So long as I got my hands around the neck of the animal or the beast or the person or the relationship, so long as it's me that's controlling everything that's going on, safe. You know what isn't safe? This church is not safe. I'm going to share this story um, because it's a, it's, a, it's a small thing. There are times within this entity that Luke and I will come up with a knockout plan on the way things should go. And we will set and formulate this plan and we'll put it together, we'll put it on paper. Or we'll just dissect it and it just looks so good on paper. And then you know what we'll do? We'll take it to the elders. And you know what they, you know what they will do? Sometimes, psh, approved. And out it comes. I mean, we showed up with brass knuckles once. Hey, they went like this. Cool. Approved. Luke and I are looking at each other like we thought we were going to have to sell that a lot harder. Nah, no problem. But then every once in a while, you know what happens? 
they get out the great big one that says denied and it's in red ink and we'll put this whole thing together this is what we'd like to do we really think this is awesome we really think this would be a really really great deal and we put it out in front of them and across the board all of them Did you read? Did you read through all this? Yeah, we read it all. Uh, did you read the back? We read the back. Let me retype this and I'll send it back to you. Retype it, send it back to them, put it back out in front of them. You know what they do? Denied. That is not safe. But I appreciate it. You know what is not safe at all? is when I feel like I'm the one that should be in control and when Luke feels like he's the one that should be in control. And then all of a sudden, we take these group of men that are around us and we say, okay, you're the leadership. What do you think? And they deny it. <laughs> Luke and I go back to our office and we look at each other and go, oh. Well, I mean, they are in charge. I mean, they are leading the church. Yeah, but yeah, can you believe they did? No, I can't believe they did it. Sometimes it has everything to do with control. And we begin to let go of those things. Things are no longer safe. My daughter walks in the other day. She says, got in trouble at school today. Which is rare. I said, what happened? She told me what she did. I won't go into it. I got caught. Whatever, whatever. Wasn't, wasn't a bad thing. It's, it's against the rules, but it wasn't a bad thing. It's a kind thing. It's a caring thing, but it's against the rules. And um, she said, I got in trouble. I spin around from my chair, and I said, uh, are you good? And she's like, yeah. She leans in, and she goes, but it falls under the whole safety thing I said you good with that she goes yeah now don't tell the principal or anybody else but there was a small high five given like right you broke the safety rule yeah I don't get the safety keychain up high up high why I'm not interested in that Let's be safe. And safe seems to take on this idea. I'm going to trust the Lord because he is our refuge. He is our strong tower. He is our ever-present help in times of, of, of trouble. But have you walked with him? There's a reason they call him the Lion of Judah. No one ever said, he's really like a big old teddy bear. He's so soft and sweet like a kitten. No, no, they didn't. Instead, what they said was, he's the Lion of Judah. He's ferocious. What a picture of it. Go to the book of Revelation and take a look at how Jesus is described in the end times. This fire that's in his eyes, this illumination that's coming from him, that he's upon a horse that's got blood shoulder, shoulder height on this thing, and he's got a sword. He's got some gnarly tattoo down his leg that says King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Safety? You didn't sign up for a religion that you get to just check little boxes and be like, well, I did my good deed. You signed up to follow a maniac. 
You signed up to give your life over to somebody who does have complete control of everything. Appreciate so much what Luke was saying. Appreciate my conversation with my friend talking about God's timing. Those are the things that draw us back in to a, a relationship and conversations with God. When we take a look at our circumstances, we take a look at our surroundings, and then things begin to change. I had a conversation the other day with a, uh, with a, with a friend of mine, and uh, we've been visiting. We've, we'd met a few times before. We were talking through some different stuff, and his attitude and, and, his, and his demeanor, just, a, just good, just a good, sweet guy. Uh, but as he would talk about a little bit about his history, it was, it was, it was, it was dodgy. It was, it was, like it was, a, it was pretty spicy stories. And the more we would talk, we would talk about the, the Christianity or, or, or religion, like, like he would kind of stop on this, on, this, on this edge of just like, this is kind of my line. I don't go any further than this. Very reserved. Kept to himself about it. And so we began to just talk about it one day, ask a few questions. And he held his line. Well, then he called. And he's bubbly and weird now. And I'm like, what is, why, like, what changed? And he says, uh, I, need to, I need to talk to you. Just give me a call. When I, I, didn't get, I, didn't get, I didn't get back a hold of him. And then last Sunday before church, he comes in early. I don't know, it's like, I don't know, 10 o'clock. Goes flying in the, maybe, maybe earlier comes flying in the door, and he grabs me, he steps in, and he says, I need to talk to you, like, right now. Okay, calm down. And he says, I'm sitting on a fishing, I'm sitting on a bank the other day doing some fishing. He said, and I decided that, for whatever reason, I was thinking about my life, I want to give my life to Christ. And I was like, that's, that's great news. Okay, and he's all smiles. I mean, just like giddy, like, like I need to do this Like this makes sense this is, the, this is the move that I need to make This, this is so good We said we talked about it Gave him some, some uh, Discipleship worksheet stuff to go through Had some conversations And watched this guy's life Just take a complete turn Now I'll tell you all that to tell you this He comes, he comes today because he wants to be Baptized Been going to church here for what, two months Three months Three months and comes today because he wants to be baptized. Come on up here, Ken. This is my friend Ken. He's barbarian. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. This is Ken. I'm going to take your confession of faith. You repeat after me. Okay. I believe. I believe. Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is the Christ. The Son of the living God. The Son of the living God. Uh, that's good news, isn't it? That's good news. So, real cool.